Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. The words courage and confidence can be used by ourselves and motivational speakers very commonly in life, often suggesting the same concept. But in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how one is actually the cause, the root, and one is actually the effect, and why we all need to focus on courage more than anything in our own prosperity journey. We've entered the second month of 2022. Now, if you start a new year, new me, hopefully you've radically changed your life. But if you're perhaps like me, still stuck in trying to improve myself in little pieces, one way I thought about was really how can I be more confident in the things that matter to me? Now, as I was prepping for this podcast, I had a bit of a revelation that gave it its title. I was really focusing in on how could I become more confident to do the things that I know I want to do, that I know I will get benefit from in my life, the things I want to be focusing on and I was reading a book that really inspired me to really mix up that concept what about if it wasn't confidence that we needed first of all but rather courage now as we're filming this actually it's just in the middle of the winter olympics and it led me to think about you know getting confident at doing sports and things like that and how actually you might remember the do you remember the advert for nike or it's even still their slogan they just do it yeah like just get up and do it so the advert usually had like some athlete doing a big long jump you know all toned already and they would just achieve their dreams and i think in the world of personal development or motivational teaching or even just online instagram and facebook we're really kind of sold this idea that if you buy this product you wear this clothing you live in this house you have this amount of money you will be confident to do anything you'll be successful right away and i think that's a bit of a lie to be honest i think it's actually mis-selling you the effect of the route being courage that you should focus on. And that makes complete sense to me. You mentioned the Winter Olympics. Yep. And I can imagine that when you first go down one of these massive ski jumps (laughs) and you just go flying, and obviously they had the TV show, I think, doing that kind of thing, but it's not confidence you need. Mm -hmm. Confidence isn't going to get you down that hill. You can read all of the guides. You can have the trainers teaching you all the stuff when you're not on the slope. But when you're standing there, and you have to let go. Mm. Courage is the only thing that's going to take yes. you through. Yes. Now, once you've done that a couple of times, then you have confidence in your ability. So suddenly you have a skill set, you have more knowledge, but it's courage that's the thing that's going to get you started yep. on that kind of thing. And I think that applies across a lot of things that are challenging or new in life. Mm, Absolutely. We spend a lot of time seeking for this confidence because people tell us that, right? You know, people will say, oh, you just, you just got to get more confident and just go ahead and go ahead. But the more I realize confidence is never going to be something that you will get straight away. It only comes as a result, in my opinion, from taking action, even if it's just once believing that it'll work out, but then you get that kind of evidence. You can see it, you can feel it, you know how it should feel and you then are willing to risk it again to see if it can happen again and 
I don't think we'll ever feel confident in the first instance we try things. I think you always, as part of our human makeup, will have the mixed emotions of nerves and worry. Is this going to go right? Is this going to go wrong? And it's only after more and more examples of you doing the thing with courage, knowing that it is going to work out okay, you're not going to end up in a ball on the floor, that you actually get the confidence that you wanted, first of all. And I think that when you look at people's financial journeys, especially when you go into investing for the first time mm. it takes courage to put your money into a platform yes. when yep. it feels like it's something that maybe just rich people do or people with a lot of money so suddenly little old me is putting money into this stock market into some kind of funds mm. and that takes quite a big courageous step mm. and that courage lasts as long as you're putting it in there but then the the first time you do that you're kind of checking daily <laughs> maybe even multiple times a day Hourly. You're checking Hourly. and checking and checking and what happens is as you see that your money isn't going to disappear mm. down the plug hole and actually it's going to fluctuate it's going to go up and down and ebbs and flows of the market yep. but over the course of time it will head in the right direction if you just leave it be that's when your confidence comes yes, in yes. and that's when you feel like the next time you're adding money to it you don't even think about mm, it. You, you don't, don't even check. think to check. Yeah. And then what yeah, happens exactly. is you, you're not checking multiple times a day or daily. It could be multiple months mm. before you think, oh, actually, I'm going to put in a bit more. Let's just see how it's doing. Mm -hmm. And and that is a real great example and a real example of where you get the difference between having that confidence versus mm -hmm. having that courage at first. Because yes. no matter how much someone tells you something, no matter how much someone can try to ingrain the education and the message and the learnings, it's often the doing that is the hard part. Yes. And that's where you need the courage to take that step. And yes, you can have all the advice and the knowledge and everything else trying to help you so that courageous step feels slightly less of a burden on you. Mm. But it's still quite scary. There's still the butterflies. <laughs> and and that happens across so many facets yeah, of life. so many, exactly. So I find this really interesting, actually. Matt, you were away in New York a couple of weeks ago. You went on a little um, couple of days over there. And you brought back money. You brought back, obviously, dollar bills. And you gave me one. I'm using it as a bookmark. And you gave some to the boys as well. And I find this interesting. Again, I was out prepping for the podcast. I looked at that dollar bill. And actually, on that dollar bill... It says, in God we trust, okay? And I thought that was a super concept to really explore with to do with money, actually, as, as you've led on to it. Money is the biggest trust relationship that we will probably use on a daily basis in our life, right? Now, this little paper, we trust as a society that it will hold its value. So when you do something for me, I give you this bit of paper so that then you can go and exchange it for another talent, another service down the line. So it could well be that I am um, like a baker, so I can make bread. You need that to eat, so you'll give me this money. You'll then, I'll be then able to spend that money to go and do something else, whether it be pay my mortgage or whether it be, you know, go and get the supplies to make more bread. So it's all about that trust relationship and that you and I both believe that $1, one pound will keep its value, will honour it down the line. And also we're relying on other people to honour it. If you think about it, I'm relying on the shopkeeper to trust that dollar bill or pound that you've given me or wherever I send it. And what happens in life is we then are doing that same replication of trust with everything. 
we're, uh, we're whatever we do first of all with courage we're acting as if actually this is going to be working in our favor and in whatever way you know we've got that trust relationship there and I think with money it's so funny how it can really stir up the deepest emotions about ourselves and what I mean is like perhaps you mentioned investing any habit to do with money in particular I notice that people maybe will default to worry that the worst will happen rather than the best. So in my philosophy on money, my mindset, my confidence comes from that money's unlimited, right? It's all to do with the trust relationships, how you use it, and I can create more money. I, I know that I've got talents and skills that I would just figure out some way that I could help someone else so that I could then create more. And I think that's come from just a couple of years of exploring it and seeing things differently. But the flip side is as well, if you believe that money is scarce and money, what you get is from a job or from self-employed, that is all you will get. What happens is when you pass that on to people investing, buying something, it will really trigger this sense of loss, of worry. Have you made the right decision? It, my thinking is, well, if I've place that money somewhere and it doesn't work out, it's okay, I can replace it. But if you truly believe that money's all you've got, then every single bad decision, well, I'm not doing that again. That's why I'm not, I'm not being courageous in that area. And what it ends up being is that we then put the trust solely in ourselves and almost make sure we, we try and make no mistakes. So to kind of perpetuate that cycle, you don't do anything because you're just frightened that you're going to you're not going to be courageous enough to make a right decision. So what I would really summarise is like faith makes more faith. Courage makes more courage. Whereas actually fear, the opposite of that, creates even more fear. And even, you know, more chances that you, you'll be too frightened to do anything. What if you keep expecting the worst? Then in all likelihood you'll recognise where the worst is happening. Mm. And that perpetuates your thought process to say, there you go, I'm right, I think correctly, and I think more of the worst. And then you'll continue to not put yourself in a position where you can get the best. Now, the thing about confidence, and you mentioned about money and, and careers and jobs and all these kind of things. So we have confidence right now that the job we do, mm. so everybody who's watching or listening, they have a way of earning their income. Yes. And they have confidence that they keep doing that and someone will keep giving them money. Yes. And at some point, um, a lot of people will be looking to say, well, maybe someone at some point will give me more money for other things that yep. I can do. Yeah. But what we rarely think about is what else can I do? How can I step aside from this and do something drastically different? Mm. And that's one of the things that we had to explore at one point, which was saying, you know what, rather than getting money and income from one place, how do you shift it to something else? Mm. And can you shift it to yeah. something else? Yeah because you're stepping into the unknown and stepping into that unknown especially when at least we had a run-up towards things we mm -hmm. had parallel incomes mm -hmm. which meant that we had a little bit more confidence yep. in what was happening so we didn't need to take that courageous step but i do think that when you're used to something and then you want to do something else it takes such a lot of courage mm. that it can stop you from doing those things so there's probably a lot of people that think i would love a career change I'm tired of this office grind or I've got some passion projects that I really want to be able to spend time on and how do I make that happen? Or maybe you just want to re-educate. Mm. And having that courage to do that thing 
for so many people, the moment they have the courage, they actually find they have the success. Mm -hmm. And then the confidence comes and says, oh, look at me, I can do this. Which means that you are generally going to be outputting better results for yourself. And then it perpetuates. Mm. I think any story that you tell yourself will continue that narrative along the way. If you say things are great and you think things are great, then you see more evidence of it, which gives you the confidence to keep going, to keep making those changes, to keep driving the direction that you're going, and you can get more of it. But without that courageous step, first of all, you're never on the confidence train. Mm. Uh, Yeah, it's funny that you think that actually it wasn't courageous. I actually think leaving my job last year so it's over a year now i actually still had the fear no, <laughs> you, I think do, it, you know like i well, i think in our circumstance i needed the build-up of multiple and that's where you know life and reflection they always say that life is best reflected backwards rather than actually looking forwards you see the the kind of woven in best scenario for me which was the multiple incomes building up a buffer um, would I have made the jump if I hadn't have had that? I don't think. But I think that was the neat, how it was always meant to be. But I still, I think leaving one way that you've always made money, you've always been able to support yourself by, you know, somebody else paying you, it still brought up and still does bring up sometimes, you know, the little bumps and I've got to be courageous every month. Well, almost. I think it's a courageous step to do it. But I think it's easier Mm. than if you had to stop what you're doing and then start something new at ground zero. Mm. So for someone that maybe wants to re-educate and they need to do that as a full-time course Mm. and therefore maybe rely on a single household income for a period of time, dropping a job, going to educate and then starting new is there's this definite line where it's one thing and the other. And for us, yes, it was courageous to change my job when we did so and actually have me leave the corporate workplace and survive on one income and then for you to quit your job so we can do this kind of thing full time. Yep. It's courageous. I'm not denying that for a moment, but I think it's not quite as stark as stopping mm, and then yeah. literally trying to get the wheels in motion. Mm. We had momentum behind us, which I think helps. So that's where, although it was courageous, I think we also had some confidence built into that courage, mm. which meant that, that whole thing becomes just a touch easier. Remember, the the confidence piece, I think, comes in with evidence. Absolutely. And, and so what- it was the months and the, yeah, the build up. It was a month and month. And it's still to this day is, I always say, you know, if I make enough money or, you know, we actually create enough money that we've got another month ahead, well, that's it. That's good enough for me to know that we're meant to do it for the next month. And interesting enough, the Latin word that confidence con- comes from is confido. I hope I've said that right. I hope I've not offended anyone who studies Latin. But that very word that confidence, its root meaning is that trust, I trust. So you can't get confident in its root meaning right away. You have to have built that relationship with whatever you're doing only through evidence. And confidence is that physical proof of the 1% hope, the 10% hope that things could work out, that took the courageous step. When I think of the word courageous, I always think about doing something brave, but also I feel the emotion behind it being like, you know what, this could work in my favor. You don't need to be courageous thinking that something bad's gonna happen. Courageous is always when you know you're gonna take that leap of faith. You're going to hope for the best working out. You're just gonna believe that this could work out in your favor. And when you're speaking about leap of faith, actually, when you think of something like a bungee jump, Mm. so you can be confident 
that you do it and you're not going to die. Absolutely, because you see, you've seen other people do you it. You see all these people. So you have confidence <laughs> yeah. in the mechanisms and the systems. But I think there's very few people that would go to the top of a bungee jump and be confident mm. to just do the thing. I think that courage and that bravery piece of just letting go and doing it yes, yep. is the only thing that's going to get you off the edge. Mm. Now, if you're a serial bungee jumper, then... I think confidence is the thing that then takes you through, and unless you're doing something drastically different to the mm. normal. But th that's the interesting thing. You can have confidence in outcomes, in mechanisms, in education, in mm -hmm. results, in, in your knowledge. And the strategy itself as a whole. But, but the courage piece is that first step. Highly personal. It's, it's completely very personal. personal. Yeah. Confidence is almost like a, a social community thing. There could be confidence. Yeah, this, this will be okay in theory. I've seen lots of other people. But courage is completely personal. And I was thinking about recently, um, I was asked this question about, you know, in terms of YouTube speaking in front of cameras like we're doing right now, I don't feel nerves or worried or anything like that about in terms of, performing if you like being able to speak and somebody asked me you know when you first picked up a camera we're coming up to the four-year anniversary actually of starting properly my youtube channel of speaking in front of camera for a living if you like and somebody asked me you know where did you get the confidence and uh and in my head and i replied back i was just like i just decided that's what I was going to do I think I'm very sure for the first six months and you can go back on my channel and look at the first videos they're not as polished they're not as streamlined but do you know what I needed those six months of maybe getting a little bit of the jitterbugs at the start you know to figure out how it would work out so I think that because it's an area that you feel more naturally confident mm. doing because you've done teaching of um, cheer classes and other things. You've spoken yep. to people in yep. different ways, so you found it easier. But when we started the Kempson House channel, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, I went for a walk. So yep. first and foremost, when I was doing um, some kind of talking to the camera, mm. I felt self-conscious, so I didn't want to do it when you or anyone else That's was right. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also I recorded things and I was fluffing what I wanted to say all the time. Mm. I felt like I was stiff and overthinking everything. Mm. And I came back with this video and I tried to edit it and I wasn't happy with it. Mm -hmm. And then you stripped the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. But ended up with something that was good. You yep. took absolutely the best of the narrative that was in there and made it something good. Mm -hmm. And that gave me confidence that I could create something yes. even with my nervousness and concern about how I come across on camera. Mm. It gave me confidence that actually a good job can come out of potentially a poor performance okay yeah but it took definitely a while for that um kind of jitters and that concern and that courage to not be needed anymore mm. to then go in front of camera and just talk so now like since we've been doing this particular mm. thing like it's not really concerned me at all it never has and actually when i'm making videos for the kempson house again i can just talk to the camera yeah, it just comes. and you don't think about it I think that the hardest part of doing anything new is that courage of doing it and then also sometimes seeing the imperfection mm, of the results. Maybe good, yeah, it yeah. didn't work out entirely first time. Maybe you have the courage to invest in the stock market and you happen to catch it when it was doing okay and then it takes a little bit of a dip. Mm. And having the courage to hang on to your position and wait for it to re-rise back up and level back out to where it was. Yep. We've seen over the last couple of months, 
that the stock market has been a oh, little wow. yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, exactly. a little bit disco around, yeah. up and down. <laughs> so you could have decided to start investing at this time, and holding out is probably quite courageous if it's brand new to mm. you. But what will happen off of the back of that? Once you see it all kind of levels out, and you end up on the up as you'd expect to be, mm -hmm. then that confidence comes in, and that's where you say, actually, I'm going to make it a regular thing that I do. Mm. It's it's just it's practice absolutely it's practice, it's practice until courage converts into confidence mm -hmm. and then you don't get the jitters the butterflies the concerns or anything else mm -hmm. it just takes and as you said it's very personal it's very personal as to what it is mm. and it's very personal as to how long it might take yes before you suddenly feel like you're just up there and doing it yep let me give you a definition that i thought was really quite profound okay somebody described confidence as the dividend of encountering the unexpected and dealing successfully with it over and over again so I really loved that. So it being the byproduct, and then we've kind of said from the word go that courage is that root, that initial thing that you need, that momentum, and confidence is the byproduct. You can't flip the script the round. You can't just be confident and then expect to be courageous. And I loved that it was dealing with the unexpected. And I think that is the secret sauce in a lot of things. I think it is like you described with when you were doing the video, first of all, the unexpected was, shall I say, how difficult it is to speak in front of a camera? Like, I'm, I'm being honest, I find it quite straightforward. I always have, um, but I, it's only because of my previous jobs that led me to here. I was in customer sales for 14 years. I had to speak to customers, had to go for meetings. I had, I was also a coach. I had to teach people, I had to lead. So I, I've always had the gift of the gab kind of well, <laughs> built you've, in a little you've bit. You've had to speak to people you don't know mm. and be personable and friendly. And um, it's not generally like a high level brief kind of rubbish conversation it's generally mm. about something that matters yep. and it's important point, but therefore you need to be confident enough to hold a decent conversation mm. it's not just your um, kind of water cooler rubbish how did you find that tv show last night or anything mm. else it's actually more in depth so because you've had a huge amount of practice in that then talking to no one is the same as what the you've done well. in many ways. Exactly. So but, it's not that difficult. But there is some things that the cameras don't see, though. So what will happen is with, you know, when I'm making videos for Mama Furfer channel, I actually have like a teleprompt. So it's not word for word dialogue, but I've structured what I'm going to say, you know, the main points and the layout. When we're doing the podcast as well, we've created a dialogue notes, right? We might not follow it exactly because it's quite kind of organic a lot of the time, but there's a structure. We know what we're going to talk about. We also know the main points. I've had the confident or that kind of momentary before prep that knows when I turn up, I've got the courage to turn up, yes, but also I've got the confidence I know roughly where we're going to go and that's you know been now two years down the line of doing podcasts and and four years on videos and I think courage ultimately comes down to for me it's the ability to act and not be worried that things will always work out and that quote really summarized it for me you're not going to hit a hundred percent success rate on every single thing you do in life you're going to get your heart broken you're going to pick a stock that doesn't return 4,000% for you. You're maybe going to not get the right job and start to hate it. But those times will more than likely be in the minority, like the point, point, point percent. And I think that is where actually you realise 
you've got in the built-in courage. Your default setting is to create new things in the world, to experience new things, and to have the 1% hope always in you. And in no other words, in no other terms, you will not be confident unless you're willing to be courageous multiple times, probably in the same area. Well, I think that confidence doesn't come for free. Yes. You have to earn confidence. As we mentioned, you can have lots of situations where you see the evidence that you should be confident. You Mm. should be confident that a bungee jump will be absolutely fine. But you're not going to get that confidence in a bungee jump and being able to do it multiple times Mm. until you pay your dues, until (laughs) you go in and you do the work and you earn the right to be confident. You won't be confident about investing in the stock market until until you do it (laughs) until you earn the right to feel confident because you've been there you've experienced it and although thousands and thousands of people do it and make money and some people make very very good Mm. money you and and you make videos telling people it's fine it's okay it works out you just need to hold on to things and not analyze every little move Mm. all the time and you should see based on what the markets have done year on year decade on decade it should go up if you're following trackers and these kind of things yep, and yep. you're making smart, intelligent and not crazy risky choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that all makes sense. But you need that little step of courage to get you on the confidence train. You have to do that little leap of faith yes, because it feels like yes. that even if you know and even if you're you're sure that other people's experience says it's okay, mm. you still need to take that scary step and earn that confidence yes so then you can ride that forward into the results you want to see excellent so i'm going to ask you a question that i have got some ways that i'm going to encourage you to build up your courage uh, off the back of listening listen to this podcast but i'm going to ask you this question before we go into it what is the one area of your life that springs to mind where you've been waiting for the right time when you'll feel more confident Is there something that comes to your mind as we go into this next section i want you to keep that in mind and how actually you will never be confident unless you build up your courage. So I'm using the acronym ACTION for this. I've got five points that will, um, each of the letters in the word ACTION, so it will stick in your mind. Each of them coincide with ways that you can build up your confidence. So we have A, and this is simply you have to act. You have to move and do something with your hands and your mind in partnership with that goal or that thing that you want to be more confident in. You're not going to become more confident or more courageous even by hoping you can do something. Courage only comes through doing and seeing physical evidence in your life. Then we come on to the C of action. So we've covered A. The next step is be willing to take a chance. So it's going to really test you. It's going to be something you probably, well, it will be something that you've probably never done before or you've seen other people do. You're not sure of the outcome, but that's where you know that taking that courageous step will work in your favor or you'll have a bounce back. Even if it doesn't work out, there's going to be some lesson or something that will then lift you into the next stage of your life. Then we come on to the T and it goes without saying, we're talking about time. You do not create anything good in your life without putting time in there in some factor. And the sooner we start, the sooner things happen. So if you want to be more courageous, start today. What is the one thing that you could do that feels like it would take some courage to do it? Could it be sending off that job 
interview requirement that you want to try and you know see if you could send off your cv or something like that is it simply watching a youtube video and maybe doing a little exercise video that you felt you'd like to try but you haven't quite felt you were ready for is it maybe thinking about changing your job so you're trying to think of different ways that you could serve people there's going to be something that you want to do put your time into but you've been putting it off start today the eye of action then I'm going to label as being in tune with your own mind and thoughts. Now, this is really key here. I believe that courage is one of those emotions that is highly personable to you, but also you have to know what truly you believe and you think about something. You can't be courageous just because somebody else tells you to do it. It has to be what you think is right for you. And so I was thinking of the word in tune, with your mind and thoughts, it brought in when I actually used to play the violin in an orchestra. So in the violin, the violins are actually the key instrument in an orchestra. Did you know that? There's a person that's called the first violinist. He's in the, you know, he is the head or she is the head of the whole orchestra. And when you, you're about to do a piece of music, that violinist, that person in charge will actually pay, play their A string. And the whole orchestra will tune themselves to that one person's A string vibration that sound so they could be off slightly and the whole orchestra would be pitched accordingly so that music would still play beautifully but it's all done to that leader and now I think about this in our own life you're going to what you believe is going to set the tone it's going to work out beautifully if you're in tune with what you believe and what you think about something and being in tune really means for me not kidding yourself <laughs> so not having a, a list of things or thoughts or ideas or things where you feel like you'd like to be more confident because unless you can put the time in put the action in mm. and make things happen if you haven't done it then what's stopping you mm. is it courage that's stopping you or is it desire that's stopping you desire to do it and are you truly really wanting it because i think we can easily have a list of things where we'd like to try we'd like to yeah. do but actually either our pain points aren't as big as we thought they were or we're just too lazy to make the effort. Mm. And I do believe that if we want to do something enough, we can find the courage to do yep. it. Yep. So it comes to a point where you say, well, if I haven't so far, and I can't really be bothered to set it on my agenda now, then maybe the in-tune part needs to be able to say to yourself, I'm going to let this go. Mm. Okay. I'm not going to keep having a massive list of 30 things mm. that I want to try to explore and move on with. Instead, I'm going to whittle that down. Mm. Because otherwise, what happens is you end up feeling bogged down by all these things. You feel like you can't do any of them. There's not enough time to make them happen. When in actual fact, you've just got, I guess, other people's expectations of you. Other things that you think you should be doing. Other things that the world has told you mm. are important yep. when they're not. Oh, look, I haven't woken up early, even though everyone says waking up early is the amazing thing. Well, maybe waking up early sucks for you. Yeah, yeah. So don't wake up early. Take it off your list. Don't try waking up early. Do something different. If that's not working for you, if you don't have the courage to, and you can't find the courage, mm. and it keeps getting in the way, then it's not for you. If every time you thought to yourself, I want to do a bungee jump, and you can't have the courage to even book it, let alone put on all the gear and stand <laughs> at the edge, yeah. then... A bungee jump isn't for you. Yep. So bungee jump, job, relationship, whatever it happens to be, if you can't find the courage and you've tried it before, 
maybe being in tune with yourself and letting some things go mm. is equally as important as finding those things that are important. Absolutely. And while we stick on the in tune, the eye of action, actually setting yourself to be in tune with the person that you feel will be confident and courageous in that particular thing that you you want to try or do or excel at. So what I mean is, think about being in tune with how they might think, feel, what would they say to themselves to be a success in that area. So it could be that they might think particular thoughts, like let's say it's about money. So instead of feeling like money is restricted or tight, you would actually say, well, if I felt you know, confident or courageous with money, knowing that it's unlimited. Well, I would, I would say to myself, you know, any money I put out, I can make back again. So you can really dial in and say, okay, what are some, how would that person in future that I want to be, what would they do? What would they feel? How would they be? And start to be in tune with that. It brings me on to the O in action. And that is for opportunity. And I think we create more opportunities in our life than we realize. But how many situations come up on a daily basis that would test that courageous habit in us, that would lead on to the very thing we want, but we don't follow through on. And I think life every single day, there would be at least one opportunity where it'd be, okay, this could open up the next thing that you're wanting to think about or be or become. I find that opportunity is everywhere all the Mm, time. It's not just one opportunity today. There are tons of opportunities across lots of different subject areas in your life. Mm. And it happens every day, every moment. There's opportunity right now to decide to eat something a bit differently. And that's mm. just, that's a small opportunity, right? Who cares about whether you're going to have chicken nuggets or pizza for dinner, <laughs> but there's opportunity everywhere yep. to make changes for better or for worse. Opportunity is something that I didn't realize until I opened my eyes to recognize mm. that there's opportunity, opportunity to learn new things. I love learning. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love finding out new stuff, but there's opportunity everywhere. And the moment that you're able to open your eyes and recognize it and see it, Mm. especially in the areas that you feel are most important for you to develop on or tackle, you will see it. You just need to open your eyes and say, I know it's there, so let me see it. And then there it is. And then we come on to the N in action. The final letter. And I wonder if you'll think of a song when I say this. I've labeled it as No Limits. Okay, that's just for the 90s people out there. Um, But I really mean it. The end is give yourself no limit. So stop limiting your capabilities. It's maybe time for us all to step up and be courageous and start living up to our potential where we've got infinite potential within us, I have no doubt. But I think often we stop ourselves because we want to feel safer. You know, I would love to achieve X, Y, and Z. I know I could see myself be it, but you know what? I'm going to be comfy. This, I'm going to stick here. And so I'm really going to challenge you. The only way that you get the miracles, the big goals usually, is when you, you make that courageous first action. And what happens is, you know, if we want a miracle or a goal or something to happen, move towards it, then let the universe work its magic to fill in the gap. And actually staying comfortable I think is the opposite of being courageous. Mm. Being comfortable all the time means that you aren't being courageous to make things different. And I think that that's the wrong way to be because if you're a parent, especially if you're a parent, you are trying to get your children to be courageous all the time. Mm. Courageous in tackling that homework, courageous in going to that new school in that new year, courageous in the friendships that they make, in the classes outside of school that maybe you send them to for the first time. The amount of times that you put your children in a situation where they need to be strong and courageous and out of their comfort zones 
is incredible. We don't realize it, but it happens so often. And I think we need to remember that we can still apply that to ourselves. Mm. It doesn't stop once you reach a particular age. Yeah, yeah. We choose to stop it because we learn that we get comfortable and suddenly there's not oh, a mum or dad. Yeah, there's no mum or dad telling us that we've got to do it anymore. Yeah. But I think you need to have a version of yourself that wants the best for you, mm, hounding yeah. you yeah. and sitting there in your back saying, you know what, what about this? Yeah. What about that? Have you tried this? Have you done that yet? What are you doing here? Because if you can do it to your kids and you know it's for the best for them mm. and therefore pushing them out of their comfort zone and pushing them to have that little bit of courage to do things mm. and that little extra nudge in their back to make it happen, you do that because you want the best and you can see the best outcomes, mm. then yep. really you should try and do it for yourself. Absolutely. It's funny as you say that. So when I think of those little things that come to mind, you know, the ideas are like, oh, I think it'd be quite cool to do this or do that or that. I see them as little God nods, those little prompts that actually, if you followed through in this, could you do this? I think this this could really, you know, achieve something great within you. Not in not success in the world or anything like that. That could be a byproduct, but like this is what you need to focus on. Um, I, I was reminded you were speaking there. The word desire. Actually, the root meaning of that means of higher intelligence, of God, God-given. So anytime we have desires and goals, that word literally means it's of a higher uh, movement for us in our life, right? And I was just thinking, how many times do we have those little God nods or the God prompts or whatever you want to describe them within our brain? You know you feel excited about them, but you dismiss them right away. And I've always found that the little prompts that come that seem a bit wacky or like, oh, where did that come from? The ones I've acted on have opened up far greater. And so as we close up the podcast, I'm, I'm going to ask you to challenge yourself. I want you to take one moment as you listen to it and think back on a couple of times in your life where you have been courageous, you know you have, and great things have come as a result. So it could have been that you were courageous enough, you know, to send off that CV or go on that blind date or try that sport or write that book or start that. It could be anything. But where can you see that it's worked in your favour? And so with that confidence, I know that you're courageous and it'll work in your favour. What is the one area of your life that you've been waiting till you feel confident to do it? that byproduct that you would never be able to achieve without action. And I, I'm really going to encourage you that try and do something today. Do a courageous step towards that one area you've been putting off. This is your time. This is your moment. And I know that it's going to lead to something greater. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you have been watching on the Mama Furfur channel, we'd love if you'd hit subscribe or if you give it a thumbs up, that would let the algorithm know to maybe pass it on to a couple more people. You can always let us know in the comments if you have enjoyed it as well. If you're listening on audio version on Spotify, iTunes, you can actually hear the past two years nearly of back catalogue as well. Mama Furfur channel has a couple of months, about four months of videos. So whichever format you prefer, please be sure to give it a thumbs up, leave a review and let us know if you've enjoyed today or even pass this on to someone else that you love and care about if they could do with a little bit more courage in their life i promise they will be thankful that you did so thank you so much for watching and listening today we'll speak to you very soon